Hi everybody and welcome back to the podcast. So at this point, I've made it to McKay Hospital and I'm starting my rehab. You know, I gave like a brief, uh, kind of s- somewhat of like a day-to-day looks like. Um, I'm going to go a little bit more of an introduction on some more of my time there. So one of the first things that they did when I got to the hospital was they weighed me laying down on a bed because obviously... I couldn't get up and like stand on a scale or anything to where it would be accurate. So they weigh you on the bed and like they take off, you know, all the pillows and like try to make it as weightless as possible, like outside of your own weight. Um, It's pretty interesting. Like they just calculate it on the side of the bed and it just, you sit there for a little bit and it gives you a weight, you know, probably give or take a little bit, but they weighed me with braces on my legs and probably minimal clothing, t-shirt, shirt. Um, I was 128 pounds. So before this, I was probably, you know, 160, right around, hovering around there. That's like what I was around high school. I weighed, you know, 165 or so. That was probably around 160 or so around the time of my accident. <clears throat> um, I lost so much weight and muscle, obviously, like my whole body just was like sunken in and just looked skinny like no muscle mass at all because you know laying in a bed for a week or a month will do that I mean do laying in a bed for a week straight is probably like not even good at all um so you know anyways that just kind of goes to show so like and then another one of the first things that they did was uh we we unwrapped like my legs like the gauze and everything and we like changed like the full dressing like that was the first time that um, we actually did like that full thing. Like they've just been kind of cleaning things since since uh since like the full uh, surgery, the reconstruction. This was like the first time taking that all off, doing all that. So like after the shower, you know, um, it was just interesting because you know I didn't I didn't never really got to like see it like showering or like you know like up close, like you know because it was always wrapped up and everything. So. Um, when they took it all off and like, I basically just got to see my bare legs. Um, it was, it was like horrendous. Like looking back on it at the, at that point, I was like, wow, like they don't look bad. Like, I guess that was more so, um, like my mindset going in, like, wow, like what are my legs going to look like? Like, are they going to look mangled, like weird looking? Like, you know what I mean? And like, they they looked super weird like they were like wavy and like bumpy like probably because of like the gauze wrapping and like literally no muscle to like help change anything or like hold that like you know I wasn't moving anything and so like I had just bruises uh bumps like my uh, just purple green yellow um I had scars like sutures um like my whole legs like I sent a picture to my girlfriend and I was just like oh my gosh like they look so good. Like I was like so proud, like literally. And she tells me like now she was just like, wow, like, are they always going to look like that? Like in her mind, she was like kind of freaking out just because they looked like, like they didn't really look like legs. Just, you know, like I looked like I hadn't used them. So it was just so weird to like see that. Um, my thighs were like super big up top. Um, and then when you got to like where my femurs were, they were like indented in, like it was just like, skinny like knee up mid thigh then like upper thigh it was like a little I guess swollen something and then um on my left femur there was something poking out it was it's kind of like where that indent was 
and something was poking out and it we thought it was just the rod basically from like the surgery you know the femur rod being in there but we come to find out later on that it wasn't quite that simple um so like a full day-to-day diet um i was eating three full meals now three like good meals a day breakfast lunch and dinner um like it was everything was on a set schedule like there was no i had no more problems no more setbacks kind of now it's just like okay get that food in your stomach you need to recover you need to get better you need to eat like everything possible and so they gave me like a list so the the first day i got there obviously i just had to like order i think i made it to lunch and dinner <clears throat> but they gave me like a list with like the full choices on like drinks you know to entree to like sides all that and every like i wanted so badly to like um take care like to just like pig out you know like basically like but and like that was that was not like the most ideal thing because you know like i needed like protein like carbs like fill my body up like i lost so much weight and i'm all i'm doing is laying here so it's and then i'm still like working out like and i'm my body's working hard enough just laying here you know and like and i'm still doing therapy on top so it's like i was just trying to get every single thing every single thing like possible in my body that was good for me um the mornings like i was into like good omelets like if i mean i'll i'll put you on some game here at mccady hospital right now they had some good omelets um you know they had like the one at the works and had like a full cheese I'm like a meat guy, you know, like I like all that type of stuff. So I get that, get my protein in, you know, get some fruit or like a breakfast sandwich, something on that nature. Um, lunch, I was eating, you know, more so like like a gyro. Um, they had like gyros and stuff or just, you know, like a typical sandwich. Uh, nothing like super crazy. And then like dinner, I'm back to eating luxury. I'm, I'm getting like pan seared chicken, you know, like rice, pasta and like I was saying a little bit, like, I wish I would have, like, taken advantage a little bit more because I'm totally, like, a sweets guy and, like, I love, like, pancakes and stuff, you know, like, they had, like, those options totally and my, like, my family, my doctors, nurses, like, everyone, like, no one was stopping me from doing anything, obviously, but everyone was just, like, encouraging me to, like, get the good stuff in my body and I was just like, you're right, you're right, like, you know, like, I'm grateful to that I can even eat normally function normally on as far as that end with three stomach surgeries so you know it's like all right let's 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 fuel my body let's take it easy a little bit on my stomach and then we'll kind of go from there and then at the same time though like in between meals like after therapy or you know like uh even before a therapy session my dad was kind of in and out um pretty often during this time like it just kind of worked out he has like an interesting work schedule so it just happened to fall in the right time i guess um So he, he was bringing me like junior bacons from Wendy's, um, and stuff. Like I was eating like two or three of those, um, like on top of like my three meals a day. And my mom was like so mad. Like she wouldn't even bring me like a pop tart. I was getting like all these goodie baskets from everyone. Like everyone was just trying to, I guess, comfort, you know, in some type of way help, you know, which I, I super appreciated. Like I'm super grateful. I had a lot of people that gave me like baskets and everything. But anyways, I was I was trying to just, like, have her, like, hey, bring me some of those snacks over. Like, what do you mean, like, I can't have that? 
like some Cheetos? And she's like, no, like you had just had stomach surgery. Like you don't need hot Cheetos. You don't need pop tarts. Like you need protein. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like it is what it is. Obviously I can't, can't really control that. I can only eat what I eat. And it's like, it was good food, you know? And like at the end of the day, like it wasn't that big of a deal. It was more so just me, like kind of, I guess, going back to that normalcy, just wanted to fill it, wanted like my normal snacks, wanted to just eat what I wanted, not have to like necessarily rely on people or like a schedule or, you know what I mean? Like that type of stuff. So, um, I'm, I showered, I was able to shower like multiple times during this. It was, wasn't every day, but it was basically like every other day. Um, and then like on my graduation day, got to shower, like, you know, whatever. So like that was, it was heaven because, you know, again, that normalcy, like, I hated especially working out because now I'm like moving 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 not just like getting my leg bent in a machine at like you know what I mean like I was actually like working like moving around trying different things and so it was just great like it felt amazing um and that was just part of like my occupational therapy so I would schedule my showers first thing in the morning like I just like to get it done like I like to eat do it before breakfast you know I like to be like the first one on her schedule if possible um, but it was freezing cold. Um, like, you know, it was October, no- it was November at this point. Um, so it was just miserable in the mornings. And I always liked my rooms freezing cold because of, you know, like I was still sweating like crazy. So my AC was always turned up. So she had to like turn that down. And so, um, we, I'm like taking my shower and then, you know, it, it, I like as much as and enjoyable as it is like I'm also like dreading like getting out because I know how miserable that's about to be so I can't really like enjoy it as much as I would like to and like I was just so skinny and like I couldn't like just hurry and like dry off like it was totally a process so that was just miserable like basically like sitting in the shower like with the curtain closed as I'm like drying off my top part so that we could slide onto my wheelchair with like a towel like and I would kind of like dry like the bottom part and like you know like around my legs that were a little wet that were like like my top of my thighs and like my hip area that were like not necessarily covered um by the garbage bags and everything so we would do that you know and I would put how to have my shirt on and then my legs wrapped up again you know like I'm I had to get off like out of my like shower chair and like there was a bench to rest my legs like it was a process to like get out of like to get into the wheelchair to like dry me off you know like um and so like I would do that and then like I'm sitting there with my legs I'm wrapping up and then you know I like it would be like I'd have the towel around me and I need help like getting my my bottom parts up and then I I would learn like I'm doing it like okay like I can do this I got this over this like you know it was more like self-reliance like that's what they were like testing me on more so like they wanted to see what I can do by myself and like functioning I guess functioning more so to where like I could go home and live like a normal day-to-day and so I was just like grateful at the end of the day you know again like it was miserable it was freezing like it sucked like a lot of tears like truly just because it, it was just it was miserable you know it sucked like I couldn't even shower myself but I um I didn't have like a lot of workout clothes or like you know like throwaway shirts I guess like and like this like made me like realize I was like wow like I've got like a lot of therapy and like I have like no clothing like and I have a lot of therapy ahead so it was like super sweet my my girlfriend bought me like a bunch of shirts 
and like some shorts and she bought me like some workout shoes and shoes that I still work out today in like and they were shoes that like I first started my journey with and it was funny because like the very first like I didn't even wear them at first because my feet were just so swollen and stiff and bruised that like we physically could not get them on um but like once I got them on like I couldn't I haven't taken them off like I still work out with them today like just super comfy shoes like super grateful um for her doing that and like just helping it almost helped like take my mind off and like help ease it I was like almost excited like wow like I got like these shirts like I'm excited like let's go work out like let's go do it I got these new items to like work out in, so let's get it and then like also I would I had my mom like bring me like my classic stuff like my clothing brand and like some of like my favorite brands you know like foul play and I was just like man like I gotta rock this stuff like I gotta still like beep me like if anyone knows like I like clothes like I like to dress like my brands I like to dress the way I like to dress so it was just one of those things the normalcy it felt great and so you know we were we were doing a lot of workouts like I had like three hours of therapy a day and so like that included you know like shower and then like occupational and then like moving around working out all that type of stuff and so did a lot of like the wheelchair and we learned how to like get in get in and out of a bed um and then like we went into like the therapy room and it was like getting out of my wheelchair and onto the the therapy table and at first like I needed like a little assistance and then like by like the second day or in the second time like it got better like it got easier like if you go to my Kobe Strong 10 Instagram like there's 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 progression videos at like the very bottom of me um and like doing these things that I'm about to talk about like at McKady and like that was like my life you know like that's just all I did and so I was like doing that and then like they put like this little step on the ground and I would be on the floor and I would practice going up and down stairs because I told them I had stairs in my house so they were like okay how are you gonna get upstairs so I literally had to like practice with my hands pushing my full body weight up and sitting onto a step and then pushing it back down and then it was like uh getting from my wheelchair to a step to the floor then from my floor with no step back up into the wheelchair and like that was like the thing it's like they treated they treated it like it was my future and like it wasn't just something temporary um like i was literally learning everything in a wheelchair like how to get around my house like how to like cook you know like all that stuff like it was just like wow like we just had such a different impression and um it's just super weird because like i was learning everything in a in a wheelchair um i'm going around like the hospital in the wheelchair i'm uh going around i'm getting around like curbs and i'm like doing all this stuff and i'm like going like up and down and like i'm trying like different walks different uh areas and we're doing like different distance um going up like incline decline like i'm literally learning she's like okay like you gotta like really press up to go uphill and like slow down like you know like maybe like keep your hands on the side like kind of like like guide it down like slowly go down type thing and it was just like wow like it's so crazy like I'm building up endurance and I'm learning like how to like handle like certain situations and so just doing the wheelchair everywhere and at the end um I ended up like going through like a lunchroom around like a cafeteria area they just wanted to see I don't know again like can I like go out in public and like get food or like how would that look or if I had to like carry food on like my lap like or if we were going somewhere and I needed like sit in my wheelchair and I wanted to like bring a snack like you know it was just totally like totally that stuff so at at the end like we did that and got like a tray and utensil 
and I like ended up like being able to like pick out like a treat and like a, a food thing or whatever. Um, and they like, it was kind of like a reward. Like if I could go through like the cafeteria, go through like this gift shop, like tight spaces, like do this, like that was kind of like a little thing. And so, um, when we're like out on our walks, um, like in the wheelchair, like on the wheelchair, like around the hospital and everything, my dad would, he would be like, Oh, are you hungry? Or like, Oh, do you want a snack? Or like, Oh, do you want this? And like, I would have him like, go get me like a vitamin water. Yeah. Like a brownie sounds good. Like whatever. Like I would just like, Oh man, like give me anything and everything like that. Just eating the simple stuff, man. That's all I ever wanted. And so, um, we were kind of wondering, like I was saying, like nothing really added up in a way. Like we were like, okay, so I'm wheelchair bound, but for how long? Like this, I didn't, like I just broke my legs. Like, and I'm not, there's no like paralysis, no problems. Like I get, I had a lot of like functional like issues and like, you know, like I had to learn how to walk again. Like just like, it was so, it was just like, okay, like when am I going to walk? Cause I remember like specifically hearing and like I know this is one of those things where it was a hard thing when people didn't believe me because I could have sworn that my Dr. Mealy and like his team was saying after six weeks and that he was my right leg doctor um that I could bear weight because that was it was like the patellar tendon that was the issue like I could have bared weight on the bone itself you know people break their femurs and they're walking the next day with a with crutches you know like with assistance like that's what they want you to do they want you to get up like you have a rod like your legs fine like it's literally just gonna heal around that and you're good so anyways um that was just like the whole thing it was just like okay needed that patellar tendons like left leg obviously with the full reconstruction like i wasn't bearing weight for a little bit on that so it was like all right great we had the right leg though thought that was you know good go so we asked my therapist and you know like i really actually started liking this guy at first you know like he was super cool super helpful found out his dad was a screen printer he worked in a print shop when he was a kid like that's what i do so like we totally connected that way and then like i don't know people's true colors or they to some people it's just a job like some people really don't care like it's just kind of like okay well i got an hour with this person so need something to pass the time or i need him to you know need to gain that trust need to do this that do this that whatever you want to call it whatever you want to call it okay so we asked him uh, um if he could call like my doctor and double check on that just to make sure like you know like because we were just like we don't have like a direct contact you guys are obviously in contact because you're my therapist like you should know what the deal is right so uh he called in and he said that i was still like locked out so my braces were locked out to where like they couldn't bend and like that was obvious you know like still need like that full healing um but i thought i could like it be locked out and then like i could put pressure on it so it would just be like a stiff leg like crutches obviously but like i could bear weight or start to bear weight you know what i mean like and so he called and said nope i'm locked out and I'm still in the brace like no no bearing weight so we trusted him he said he called um and we ended up finding out later that he had lied um about even calling someone um he they just never even did it my mom had called later on like we just found out that uh found out like his number and got his contact because like we wanted to talk like we were just so confused like everything was just so confusing and he was just like, oh, yeah, uh, his office was like, oh, yeah, we ne we never got a call from them. Um, we don't have any information, like, from them. We have never, we haven't heard from them. Like, yeah, he should be bearing weight. He should be unlocked. 
this and that. And so it was just super frustrating. You know, one of those things that could maybe it set me back and and was part of one of the issues or something that we end up finding on later down the road. Like there was just things that like could have been prevented, what we think that did end up happening. And McKady Hospital is certainly not going to get like a blame by any means, but we're just wondering, you know, some more information on that. So every day I continued to just progress and get stronger in like my wheelchair state. And I was moving around more on my own. And like I was saying, that was kind of like what they wanted to like see me do um, to get discharged. And so I ended up finding out that my discharge date was going to be that upcoming Friday. I got there on a Monday the 9th and, you know, my discharge date was Friday that 13th. And it was like, oh gosh, Friday the 13th, what are the odds, right? Um, but, we, you know, we thought it was months, weeks, but like I just pushed through, like I was so determined, like I was saying, like I just wanted to be home. I just wanted to get home. I wanted nothing more in my life than to just be home and back to my normal life. I just wanted to recover at home. Just want to do that. So I pushed through, did what I needed to do. Like I was like going hard um, in like the hospital and in front of like my therapist and everyone, like showing them, like, oh no, like let's go again. Like let's do this. Okay, yeah, I got this. Like this is this is me. And so one of my last tests we did for physical therapy to like pass me off was like getting into my wheelchair, like or getting out of my wheelchair into a car and getting into my into a my wheelchair from a car. And that we my therapist like pulled up like this white Ford. They had like a bunch. They had like some like cars that they had for like these certain reasons, and it was like parked in like the worst spot possible. And the door like it was one of those doors that opened like halfway, and like I physically just couldn't get in. And we tried and we tried, and so we ended up having my dad pull up his car, and it was like my mom had a Jeep and I had a Subaru Impreza. So like I was either gonna drive my mom's gonna be driving me in that or. My dad is going to be driving me in his car. My sister is going to be driving her and me in her car for a little bit. Like, that was, like, the thing. So, it was, like, okay, like, let's have him pull up. We tried. You know, we did that. And, like, I was successfully able to get in, get out. It wasn't easy. Like, it hurt, painful. But, like, one of those things, I was, like, just push through. Like, you got this. You know, it's just a temporary thing. Then you're back. You know, like, that was my whole thing. Like, this is just temporary. It just hurt for a little bit. You know, then you can go rest. You can go lay down. You'll be in your bed. Like, you know, like, that's all I had to look forward to. So, um, that was like one of the last things that we did. And, you know, my, my McKD, um, trip was just super interesting. Like my doctors were like questioning why I had even went, like why I wasn't in like physical therapy, like every day, like working and like at home, like being at home resting, like I didn't need to be in a hospital. I'm not sick anymore. And so like, I just seemed to be doing the work. Like, so it was just, just super curious, like why things went that way. Um, like why why were we misled on the information like what were what was the problems with that like just super like brand new to any of this you know what i mean like no one has been through a situation like this or anyone near this in my family or you know like anyone near me so we had no information and you know i had a lot of great people at McKady. like i was like i didn't get like soup like much attention like you know like i was recovering didn't need like medicine like i was on tylenol two broken legs, nurses, and I wasn't even taking it, like, the full, like, every eight hours, every four hours for ibuprofen, you know, like, the flip-flop, whatever, like, I was just, like, no, like, I'm good, I don't need that, like, my, I was literally just, like, 
the like the easiest patient like all the nurses would just come in and be like hey like we're here to just like check in on you like it's been a minute and i'm like oh yeah like i'm good i'm just great like i was loving life because it was just like well like we need to go to the bathroom or this and that like i was able to call them like it was quick it was easy like super like good service like on that end from like cna and like nurses like you know like i had some like great ones and just some like good conversations like it was all happiness like nothing crazy by any means but it was just like the whole like recovery and the whole like process of like leaving and getting out of there like oh my gosh it was just a mess but who would know um stay tuned for like the day of my official chit my official discharge and then how the real battle began when I returned home and started to recover.